1,000 the better stories. You're listening to 1,000 Better Stories, the Scottish Communities Climate Action Network's podcast sharing stories of community-led climate action in Scotland to help us all imagine the better and fairer future and transform what we think is possible. Welcome to our Everyday Changemakers series. We blethers with everyday people taking climate action in their communities. Hi, it's Kashka, your story weaver. As promised, today we rejoin my cycling visit to the Dundee Community Garden Network on its open day in June. Last week, I left Opportunities Growing Spaces Group at the Dadob Castle Garden and continued down and up the busy streets onto Victoria Community Gardens at the foot of another park on Balgai Hill, a wooded twin to the bare peak of the Dundee Law. By this time, the sun was working its way up to the midday sizzle and my stomach's rumblings insisted that it was definitely lunchtime. As I left the busy street to walk through the Victoria Gardens gate, I was welcomed by a hubbub of voices cutting through the traffic noise. Everyone was gathered around several wooden tables for the Big Lunch, a part of Eden Project's nationwide initiative celebrating communities coming together. I joined in sharing of the feast and the chats and watched as the volunteers made mini flags representing their home countries. The Cardens coordinator, Gisela, uh, explained that the flags were going to decorate their entry to the Wheelbarrow Garden competition before we headed off to find a quieter spot for our interview. We are from around the world. The Wheelbarrow is going to be with a story why we planted the things as we planned. And also all the flags from, where are we from? Over there. So they, they are making their own flag. Doesn't care where are we from, which kind of food we eat. We are here to share, to enjoy, to be together, to have fun, to relax. Hi, I'm Emily um, and I'm from the UK. Hello, I'm Saili and I'm from India. Hi, I'm Daisy and I'm from Scotland. Namaste, this is Bhushan and I'm from India. My name is Rachel and I'm originally from the States. I'm Barbara, I'm originally from Edinburgh, but I stay outside Dundee in Longford. Hi, I'm Viviane, I'm from France. Hi, I'm David, I'm from Italy. I'm Liz, and I'm from Dundee. I'm Abir, I'm from Iraq. I'm Ayan, from Iraq. My name is Gisela de la Espada, I'm from Argentina. I've been living in Scotland for five years. My background is very mixed but I've always been connected to growing. We used to live with my family in Buenos Aires, which is a big city, in a flat. Um, so we always wanted to be outside, be growing food. So each time that we have an opportunity, we were going to parks, going to the botanics and trying to grow small things. Um, I've been traveling quite a lot. I've been living in New Zealand for a year and then in Poland for another year, and then I just arrived here. I start everything being a volunteer in the Maxwell Center uh, during the lockdown. The lockdown was a hard time. Uh, 
we were just inside. And one of my friends says, we're going to be open because we offer food. So I started to be volunteer there, offering boxes food for the people. And after nearly a year of being a volunteer, I started to study my agency in horticulture. After that, uh, this job position came. I got the interview and I got it. Um, at the moment, we have 16 volunteers that they are quite regular. But at that time, after COVID, it was zero. Mm. So it was a huge journey um, from being a woman <laughs> in a garden where I was a young. <laughs> and when the people arrived, it was like, I want to talk with the manager or the gardener. It was me. No, no, no. Like for real. It was me. So it was quite hard at the beginning because being a foreigner and they were like, I don't understand what you say. Or can you repeat that for me? <laughs> and then trying to judge if you have knowledge enough or not, it was quite hard. This place, it used to be a bowling green and we turned the bowling green into a community garden. The name of the place is Victoria Gardens and it's a charity which um, is run by YYI, Youth of Youth Initiative. It's a Muslim charity and that's not minor. As many people, they think that it's just for Muslims. So at the beginning it was hard to get people involved, that they were, is this a private space? Is this not? And now we have 14 volunteers which are from everywhere. So it's a super nice mix of people and also from different ages. The youngest volunteer is 16, and our oldest volunteer is 70, uh, from women to men, all the ages. So it's, it's a very nice mix of people. Can you tell people what the garden looks like right now? Yes, now is the best time. Um, if you close your eyes, when you arrive, you can smell the nice scents of the flowers on the left side. And also, if you close your eyes, you can listen how the eucalyptus goes around. Um, we have a rockery area with different flowers, different textures of colors, shapes. Then we have a pavilion, which is super bright. Um, Pami Bennett, she's an artist. She's doing graffitis for us. And she was uh, giving us very nice, bright color to the pavilion, where we have a kitchen, a tool room and a toilet. And then we have our wild area. Um, we are very into sustainability. So we know the importance of uh, the bees um, as a pollinators. So we have a wild area where we don't mow the grass and also we plant uh, flower seeds as well. Then we have two polytunnels and the temperature inside can be 50 degrees. Wow, yeah. It's very hot. <laughs> and what we grow there are things that they need to be inside, like tomatoes, peppers, chilies, um, aubergines, grapes. It's quite interesting that you arrive at a place like, do you have grapes in Scotland? Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> and then there are planters with so many different veggies and an orchard at the back. Uh, but also the back, we have a doctor's garden where we are sitting now. It's a long line of raised beds where we have chamomiles. Then we have chives with the pinky flowers. We have mint with the purple flowers. Then we have sage with pink flowers. I mean, the idea here is all what's planted in here, it will be medicinal, all to help cure your tummy with the mint or the chamomile 
or get a better sleep with chamomile, but also is full of peace. And we love that. So what would you say is your favorite area in the garden? One is actually this one, because we're in the opposite way to the gate. So it's quite a bit far from the noise. Today is Saturday, so it's a bit noisy. But Sundays or in the afternoon is extra quiet and there is a lot of tall trees over here so you can listen tons of birds. Tons of birds. And then the bees. The bees, they look at nice, nice noise all around. Yes. Uh, and also we have a grotto, which... Ooh, exciting. <laughs> yes. One of our volunteers was in charge of clearing that area out. We have a hammock. And the idea is days like that today, which is quite warm. We can just go where there is our secret space. Uh, and we have picnics over there. And we just hide from the sun when it's sunny. When I say biodiversity, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Volunteers. <laughs> um, we love that. Our biodiversity is our volunteers. It's so impressed that all of us, our background is completely different. Uh, and everyone feels so welcome. Um, we have volunteers that they've been recommended by the Green Health prescription. So if they have anxiety or any issues that they can cope with, we have people here that they are volunteers. And you can see how, how they just change. From being at the beginning, I don't want to be involved, to be part of. Uh, and it's a good mix with all the other things that we grow because we have a pond and when I was inside watering the um, polytunnel, I saw tiny frogs. So that's part of our biodiversity as well. I say before we have tons of uh, bees. We just mow the grass over here, but it was two months where we didn't mow the grass. Um, many parts of the garden, they look wild because we want to bring biodiversity as well. And we know the importance of being surrounded by houses and have a space where they can just have some food. All the garden is organic. We don't use any pesticides. So we have birds, uh, we have other animals. We really hope to have more. Uh, and that's what we are working for, to have more biodiversity inside of the garden. And why do you think that's important in both senses? Because he talks about diversity of people and diversity of creatures yes and and we can talk about the same thing so in my opinion covid <laughs> show us a couple of things the first one is how important it is to be together how important it is when your brain is clear when your mind is calm and be close to somebody that you just enjoy um, but also show us, I remember being, when we were inside, that they were showing different places and the animals were out because they were like, yeah, that's my place and there is no cars, there is no people, I can just take back my place. And in unusual places, I will talk about Argentina, in the south, in the Patagonia, there were penguins walking on the street. And, and that's, that's what we are doing as a humans. We are pushing them to their place that it was them. Um, and here we try to say, you know what, we can live together. We can live together humans from different countries, different places, enjoy. But then the garden closed at three and it's all your place. 
during the day, afternoon and during the night. It sounds like you've learned um, more about gardening quite recently. So what would be a go-to resource for yourself that you would recommend to other people if they wanted to learn um, about gardening or setting up community gardens? Depends of what you want to. For example, Trellis is a charity that uh, they help with community. So if you want to set a community garden, they have exactly step one, step two, step three. So that's a good resource to go. Uh, Keep Scotland Beautiful. It's a place where they can show us how to improve, um, to be more sustainable, to have more wildlife. Study. <laughs> uh, I've been as you see, the Scottish Rural College. That's, that's a good idea, but also have your hands on. Um, sometimes you don't need to have a lot of knowledge to enjoy what you are doing. And making mistakes. We love making mistakes. <laughs> That's how we learn. One day we were cutting raspberries that I have in front of me. And because we thought that it was the season and we cut all the raspberries back. So it was no raspberry that season. And now everybody knows here. Uh, so we love, love made mistakes. And then you will never forget that. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. Oh, they're really nice ones, the yellow ones. Yellow, yeah. yes. We have autumn, which are the yellow ones and the yes. red ones. Um, okay, that's going to be a silly one. Yep. Uh, if you were a vegetable, what vegetable would you be and why? Wow. Um, I love vegetables. I think so. I will be a carrot. When you sow a seed of a carrot, the seeds are extra tiny and you can get very tall carrots. But also the carrots are one of those veggies that the people don't trust them. They are very good for your skin. They are very good for your eyes. You can eat the stems in a salad or make a pesto with that. So it's quite a versatile one, but also they are hiding under the soil. I like them. Yeah, like the mystery. <laughs> yes, then and then they can be funny. Like <laughs> when you just pull them out, it's like surprise! I'm a funny carrot. Yeah, they've got shapes. Yeah. Who or what inspires you in gardening or in personal life or um, in working with with communities? I came from a place where it's very different from here, as food wise. And sometimes the people, they don't know the huge possibilities that they have about growing. So I think so coming from a place where we are more creative, <laughs> uh, that inspired me quite a lot, saying you have a tiny piece of land to grow something. Don't waste going to the supermarket. The food doesn't need to travel miles and miles. You have that in front of your door. Um, so that inspired me quite a lot. There is this emerging networks of community gardens um, across Dundee. How does it feel to become a, a part of it? Very proud. Very proud. Um, we need to work together many reasons. Uh, one is resources. Sometimes we think that we are alone, but we are not. And it's easy to work when you have somebody to support you. Um, because, I don't know, you need advice because you are not sure about how to grow something, because you need hands. I mean, all of us, we have the same idea about, okay, 
we have our spaces, we can grow food, we can give that to the people away, we can have people involved um, and have a net, it's clear <laughs> about where are we going, which is we're working together, we are making such a noise, <laughs> listen to us, listen what we are saying. I'm very proud of being part of growing that name. Yes. That's great. And the final question, um, I'd like you to imagine yourself 10 years from now, maybe sitting on the same bench or wherever your favourite spot is in the garden mm -hmm. and just imagining what you're going to see, what you're going to smell, what you're going to taste and hear and feel. Okay. And share with the listeners one memory from that future. I would like to listen less cars be more aware about birds, about the bees, about all the creatures that are in the garden. And yeah, smells flowers, jasmines or chives. Chives they're amazing. <laughs> yeah, they're huge. Um I, I wish that would be many places like this one around the city. And I hope that, that will happen in in ten years. That you are I don't know, each two or three blocks before was nothing and now even it's a pot growing strawberries and you just pass by and pick a strawberry <laughs> or you're crossing the street and pick up an apple from a tree yeah, that, that, will be, that will be amazing Let's do it <laughs> <laughs> Well thank you so much for having a chat You're very welcome, thank you very much I did not feel like leaving Victoria's busy buzz and yummy food behind, but it was time to head off to my next stop, and the second last on my list, Fruit Bowl's Community Garden, on the other side of the Balgai Hill. Look out for that Everyday Changemakers episode next Monday. In the meantime, check out the episode notes for the links to Victoria Garden's Facebook page and other resources, including the link to the audio tour of Dundee's Gardens based on this interview series. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like and share it with others. It'll really help us reach a wider audience. If something exciting is happening in your own community, be sure to let us know so that we can help you tell your own story. You can drop our story weavers a line at stories at scan.scot. It's scan, S-C-C-A-N, dot scot, S-C-O-T. We also offer training and mini-grant support to community storytellers. To keep up to date with our offerings and everything SCAN, check out our website at scan.scot or find us on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram or simply sign up to the newsletter.